good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, it's about football, not storylines. And you are watching <clears throat> slash maybe listening to another edition of Blue Splits. Um, today, we're doing Evan Neal, obviously, um, as you can tell by the headline, the article, whatever you clicked on. Um, I don't think it's a surprise. I don't think we just put up question marks. Who is this going to be? But Evan Neal, um, 40 plays, I believe. Not going to lie. Um, hurting a little bit this morning. Um, a little bit hungover. I don't think I've ever said that, but uh, on a podcast. Uh but it's truthful. I'm really not the biggest punk out all the time. Um, but a little bit under the weather in that sense. The people are saying, oh, you show, you show up to work hungover? Well, one, this isn't like my job job. And two, if you've never done it, you're a liar. And at least I'm here. And I was considering from doing my couch, from doing it uh, from my couch downstairs, but that I wouldn't have the mic. So I was like, okay, I at least got to have the mic. So if I look all jacked up and I forget some words, um, that's why. Now, to me, to like, I don't think... I don't think Neil is a um, a real option for the Jets at four. I, I, I don't. Um, unless they lost complete faith in Becton and they're going to trade him, I just don't see them grabbing another tackle that early. Uh, is it possible? Sure. If they fall in love with Neil, which I wouldn't understand because um, there's always a prospect or two that I really don't like like other people do. Neil kind of fits that bill for me right now. And even some of the top guys, like I'm, I'm okay, I, I like I like Thibodeau. I don't love Thibodeau. Um, I don't like Neil much, you know, I could see, I could see the, you know, I could see why people would like him. Um, but there's guys I'm higher on, you know, at the same time, you know, uh, Aquanu, um, who I, you should have already seen that review. I think, um, Aquanu, you know, I, last night I just started to, or yesterday I just started to watch, uh, Sauce Gardner. Um, and I really like him so far, but I'm like half game game through his tape. So um, there's a lot to still see with him, you know, and I like Carl Loftus to, to a, a you know, a certain extent. And I'm going to actually do Carl Loftus episode tomorrow. I'm going to do sauce Gardner in a couple of days. And then past that, if I'm still doing reviews at this point, you're watching this, um, let me know who else you guys want, because I'm going to do, like I said, Carl Loftus, I'm going to do Hutchinson. I'm going to do Neil Icky. Um, like I said, sauce, uh, and then at Linderbaum, I'm going to do Linderbaum. And past that, I really don't know who to do, to be completely honest. Like, who were real op- realistic options for 4 and 10? Like, I got the guys the guys I was thinking about, I actually wrote them down, which, again, by the time you're listening to this, it probably doesn't matter because I already did them or asked. Um, but with that, um, I wrote down, like, Wilson, Burks, Lloyd, Dean, Green, Ojiba. Um, the only thing is, if I feel like if I do Wilson or Burks, I'm going to have to do – or if I do Wilson, I'm going to have to do Burks. If I, and then somebody's asking me to do London. So if I do one of them, I have to do all three of them, which I don't know if I have time for. If I do if I do Lloyd, people are going to want to see Dean. That's just how it goes. Like, he has to come in twos. twos. Um, Green and Ojiba, I don't know if I really feel like doing another offensive line and defensive line. So maybe maybe I'll do Wilson and Burks or Lloyd and Dean, like a grouping of two. I'm, I'm not too sure. I'll talk to you guys on the live streams. Um, which, by the way, I think I'm not going to be able to do it every single Wednesday. Um, and obviously, you know, I have the every other Thursday uh, streams with Kyle Smith. Definitely moving over to, to StreamYard because uh, I like being able to highlight the comments at the minimum. 
Um, so that's every other Thursday. So this Thursday, you'll, you'll have that one with, with Kyle and I. Um, and then the next week, you know, alternating weeks, I think I'm going to do Wednesday, six to eight um, streams. I figured out I'm, I'm staying on midnights. So some streams are going to be eight to 10 o'clock and then going to work at 11. You know, I'm guaranteeing myself that I cannot sleep before work. So I know six is early for some people, especially if you are a listener on the West Coast. Like I know Joey called in, you know, uh, last time, Arizona, six to eight. Maybe he does he does he work and he doesn't, he's off work by then. So I apologize for some of those people who that, that's a shitty time for. It's a little bit early, I know. Um, but it guarantees me being able to do that six to eight. Um, so I think every or every other Wednesday, six to eight, I'm going to do that, have call-ins. And that, that show, I'm literally going to come in with no topics. That's all you guys. Whatever you guys want to talk about, I'll talk about. You guys want to call in, you call in. But I'm not coming in with like, oh, it's going to be this topic today and that topic. Like, I'll talk about like the hot news and stuff like that. But I want to share more. I, I want to keep the the stat predictions and the stat re, uh, revisits and all that, you know, uh, superlatives, all that stuff for me and Kyle. Um, that show is strictly just you guys. So... Wednesday, six to eight, every other one. I think that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, and then we'll, uh, we'll figure it out from there. So I'll get into the, uh, the tape of Neil. Again, I should be on my, I should be on my couch right now in my underwear, but I'm not. So at least I'm doing it right. Pancake. Okay. That's a good start. And then we'll go through the strength. I'll go through the list, the list of strength weaknesses I have, which I'll always, again, uh, if they're drafted, I'll clean up a little bit, but I'm just trying to run through tape right now. I was actually going to do uh, Jermaine Johnson right after. Oh, I'm still going to do Jermaine Johnson. Oh, I forgot about it. I was going to do Jermaine Johnson right after Carl Loftus, but then I did like, like you, you get like kind of numb to positions if you keep watching them, like doing Icky, then Neil, and then doing you know, Carl Loftus, dead Jermaine Johnson. Like when you do two positions in a row, it gets kind of boring. Like you want to, you want to change it up. So I was like just about to watch Jermaine Johnson. I'm like, you know what? Let's do sauce Carter. Let's see if, let's see if I would love this guy with the 10th pick too. Um, and so far, you know, they, if he's a pick at 10, I'm cool with that. I, I, I like him to start um, a lot of, a lot of stuff to still save. Like again, um, but initially I, I like him. So I think, I think I'm leaning, you know, edge, Edge offensive line or or Gardner at ten. That's kind of where I'm at. We can have the whole conversation about receivers another day. I've already done it plenty of times. Um, Pancake. He's always me left tackle. Always easy to find him. Yeah. Hold on a second. Getting a call. All right. Sorry, I gotta had to take that. Um, damn it. Okay, pulling back up the play. Sorry. Not the cleanest start. Am I editing it? No, I don't do that. It takes too much time. <laughs> um, gets into his set. The one thing, like you, he does. He does move well, like like vertically. Um, for a, you know, what, what, how much? How much does this? How much does he weigh? Three sixty, I think it is. I, I have it written down. He's uh, do do do. He is three sixty. Yeah, six six three sixty. Um, so he moves well for for a guy vertically. Um. And we'll talk about some of the lateral stuff. Like there's different types of movements. There's there's vertical, there's lateral, there's stop start, there's like change, there's like change of direction, like quick change of direction, and then there's like bigger change of direction, like almost like like what's a good analogy? Like like a car like you can have a big truck that switches lanes quickly, like side to side like this, but then turn like talking about like them going around a big turn or a U-turn, it's gonna take them a longer time. It's kind of like that. But there's different movement type of skills. Um that, that I'll discuss, not necessarily, I'm just saying in general, like it's not just, oh, if you can move this way, you can move another way. Like you could be 
really quick forward, but then asking got to turn, it's you're kind of you're kind of stuck, and that's kind of like Karloftis is like that. Like he's explosive, but in terms of him like gearing down, changing direction to like match a running back who changes his angle, uh, it's it's not the best. Um, but in terms of like, oh, okay, he's rushing up the arc. Now he's in a club and and just take a step inside to change his angle just slightly. He's good at that. Like he's good change of direction like that, but it's just different. Um, and and with Neil getting back to him, his his first step, his first step out of kicks is is a uh, out of his slide is good. He always loads up his leg well and always explodes out. Um, so he does a good job with that typically. And what does he say? He gets into he gets into his in, into his set. His his main threat number four on the edge is dropping the coverage. Where does eyes go inside? Okay. Good job getting your eyes inside. Little power step with the right foot. To be honest, you'd probably like to see him even cover that gap a little bit, a little bit more. You'd probably like to see him drop his post and be a little bit more ready for it. Like he's kind of, to be honest, he's a little bit lucky um, that 88 runs right into him. And maybe that's just by blitz design, but the power step is fine, but not really. Like honestly, I'd like to see a, a, him drop in the post just because that's, if, if he were to just, penetrate that B gap. Is he there for that? No, uh, no, not really. So I want to see him draw the post and really, really match that is, is kind of stuck. Nonetheless, he does land his hands inside. Again, obviously length is going to be something that six, six, you're going to be able to take advantage of. Yeah. He good, good pop, um, lands the hand. Now, what do we always talk about? Um, landing the hand on the hip and driving, 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 and, uh, ends up pancaking him. So Good job again. Power step a little bit sketchy there, but when you watch it in full speed, obviously um, it all happens much quicker than it seems like when I'm doing it really, really slow. That's that seems is that sped up? Is that sped up or is that just like the hungover me talking? Why does that play look so fast right now? <laughs> well, maybe I'm crazy. That happens sometimes. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm crazy. Weird. Okay. Yeah, I'll just say be careful the power step when there's that much when there's that much space. I hope all the players don't look at that. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just I, I don't I don't know. Hands. Okay. Left tackle, let's watch. <laughs> Why does everything seem fast right now? I don't know what's going on. Again. I'm sorry, guys. I don't, to be honest, I don't think he's going to be the pick. And like with him in general, I wouldn't be very happy if he was a pick at four for the Jets. Does he fall a 10 and he's a pick? You know, that's, I don't think that's really in a conversation. To be completely honest, I'm hoping ideally the best situation is he's drafted right at one. And I don't have to worry about him getting picked to the Jets. And um, two, then you have one of the top three options for me in Thibodeau, Hutchinson, or Aquanu are automatically going to be there at four. And I'm obviously hoping the Jets take one of those guys at four. Um, but yeah, I don't, again, I'm, I don't know if it's me being cloudy right now, but uh, everything just seems so damn fast. <laughs> All right. That's the first time that's ever happened live again. You have the hungover part. Now you have people to seem like they're moving at, at like 1.5 speed. So gets into his pass set. Does a, does a good job. It's like more of a 45 degree set than like a true just vertical set. Um, and he does a good job. For, he does a good job of like framing for the most part. Sometimes he does overset. Um, that is that is one of his weaknesses as well. With uh, shared with a guy like Icky, Icky's it's a little bit more um, 
pronounced in his film. So you see it a little bit more. Um, and the examples are usually a little bit worse, but he does a good job framing them for, for the most part, um, splitting them. Again, the hands though, like hands are a little bit higher than Aquanu's were are, but you want to, I want to see them more on guard than, than low and wide like that. I don't, I don't like that, but strike time and good pops them. And then when he, when he's feeling that arm, when, when, when 44 Walker, who is, uh, he's like a second round prospect right now as an edge rusher, right? This might be an option for the Jets at, at 35 or 30, 38, depending on what happened in the first round, but he starts to lead into that, into that long arm. Okay. Well, what does he have to do now? Obviously, one arm is longer than two. He has better. Le- he is he's naturally just better leverage and better leverage in general. He's leaning into that. Chop him at the elbow. Take take it away. You know, make him fall into you. Chop. Reset your hands. You got to catch him. You don't want him just lean him into you, and then and then hopefully you know he he puts his helmet into you and he's pushing, passing out to the quarterback. You got to catch him too. So, chop, hop back, catch. Good job. It's a good play. Strike timing, good. Again, the hands can be a little bit more on guard, but they're they're a little bit more ready. Then Aquan is where you can see that you can see the quick strike timing of it. Hands, that's 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 a good rep. That's a good rep. I'm much more comfortable with him in the and, and pass pro the run than run game. He's almost he's almost like minus mindsets because I, I think he's definitely he's a little bit soft to me to be completely honest. Um, but he's almost like the opposite of Andrew Thomas. When he's coming out, like both big, both long arms. Obviously, Thomas wasn't as big as Neil. Um, he wasn't small though either. He was probably like six foot, six five. I think he had like thirty five inch arms or thirty six inch arms, something crazy like that. Maybe he's even longer. Um, but Andrew Thomas was a mauler in the run game. Terrible in pass pro. Neil is pretty solid in the pass game, but he has a lot of lapses in the run game. A lot of them. Let's see. Lean balance. Okay, this is probably going to be an example of that. Obviously, left tackle number 73. Especially for a guy his size, he doesn't really move people either. Like he takes this, he takes this like brace, this like brace step because he's working back. Um, what, is it, what is it? Like one back power or something? Okay, so no, it's like it's a, it's a counter OF, you know, obviously it's like a receiver, so, you know, he's been like an H back, full back type role. Um, and he just blocking back to um, the defensive end here on the combo. So he's going to, to plant and just fire back and fire off the instep. One is a little bit, I, I like to see more of like a, like a climb and work to him because I don't want him crossing his face. So I know the result ends up on them contacting, but you got to be a little bit careful with, with like a brace step like this wide, because if he was across his face right here, he is so wide right now that he does not have very good change of direction skills. If he, if he were to change this angle, and now you have wide base forward lean. It's not really the most conducive to being super powerful. Like he, he gets into him. Sure. But he's just a little wide to me. And um, a lot of lean into that. There's a lot of lean. And he, he goes to, again, you, you want to, you want to see him, you know, latch that, latch that plate, climb up, like, you know, climb a tray, just look like you're climbing, you know, grab and, and uh, work off your insteps. And sometimes you see his feet get a little inactive in the run game. And here, yeah, you can argue, okay, maybe his foot, you know, whatever. Um, but in general, the lean, him not him not working um, up and through him, him kind of just extending and, and keeping his feet planted. Now he gets stood up. Now he's leaning. If those hands are defeated, he's screwed. The, the defensive end, Walker, 
is able to to uh, pull them. You know, stand both of them up and pull pull Neil. Like Neil, you think you think okay, you know, blocking back this kind of combo block, he should be able to wash this guy completely out of the play. But he gets stood up by one arm and gets tossed and Walker comes and makes a tackle. Like what, what are we talking about here? You know, um, not great in the run game here. Don't want to see that on a combo. <clears throat> All right. Neil versus blitz. Obviously. Uh, good job, obviously, getting hands on multiple people. The only thing I will say with this is I don't want him chasing so far inside, like uh, 97, because if they are running, just if they're just overloading, there's some different blitz names, which I'll learn all the blitz names. You know, there's there's thousands of blitzes, <clears throat> um, which I don't really I have, like, the most interest in learning, like, every single blitz name. It just that's a lot of time. But I don't I don't know if Robinson is, like, on, like, a check and go. So, like, he's responsible for the edge if he blitzes. He's in a – He's going to chip him and go. Um, even even if we're not considering that, I don't necessarily love that he's chasing this guy so far inside. So again, gets into gets into his um, into his kick slide. Obviously, notices that there's a there's a massive amount of pressure coming from the inside. So he's he's kind of power steps down the line to help out. But at a certain point, you have to trust your guys and just stay stay you know do your one fifth of the offensive line type deal and chases a little bit because if he were to hold him up right here, this guy gets around the edge. Don't really love it. Unless it was um, – oh, I'm going to forget the name, of course, because whatever. Hold on. Can I – I don't know. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Okay. That's what I was looking for. Unless it was a Molly call, which, I, I, I'm again, sloppy. I'm sorry. I'm going to forget stuff. A Molly call would be like him being locked on the edge, and he's going to take this guy re regardless – um, and then the guard is going to drop back. And if there's no pressure from from the other inside, he's going to look for any blitzers or anything on the outside. Unless there's a molly call where he's locked, um, then I don't really love him chasing so far inside. So I do want to preface by saying that. Um, with it being said, maybe there is a molly call, maybe not. And that's why he's dropping back like that. Okay, that's fine. So let's say that is the, the incident, that that is the case. Okay, well, then he gets hands on. Good job, passes it off to the center who also slides that way. Gets hands on, gets hands on one, hands on two. Notices another guy coming, gets hands on him too. So he's got three hands on on you know he or he got three hands. He got two. He had both. He got his hands on three different blitzers. Now, if there wasn't a Molly call, and again he's not like locked to this edge, which then he gets you know he gets picked up by the by the center, so it doesn't matter. If there's not a Molly call, where he's supposed to drop back, then. A um, little bit too much chasing. Trust your guys. Pass that off. Run your feet, you know, um, and wait for some other guy. Wait for the other potential blitzers, which they obviously they come on, on this rep. So two different situations. And this is why people who speak and act absolutes, you know, a little bit sketchy sometimes. And there are, uh, I'm not going to say, it. well, maybe on a live stream. I can just. There's a lot of people who are pretenders. That is what I will say. Credentials, how they got where they're going. You know, like it just, yeah. Um, left tackle. 
usually if I like do reviews and it's like, oh, the Jaguars drafted Neil Beck, I'll like maybe send it to somebody who's who's like a, a Jaguars fan or whatever. This one I'm not sending anybody. <laughs> this is for this is for Jets fan. This is for you and I. I'm not. I can't not with this one. Um, hands anchor. Okay. Yeah, he's obviously strong. Like, pass that more of a forty-five degree. Again, watch watch oversetting a little bit, squaring up. You know, once a guy commits to the edge, okay, it is what it is. Um, but you don't you don't want to you don't want to be obviously too far outside. We saw that with Aquano a lot. Um, you don't want to again. If anything, you want to play in, inside out, not outside in, or squared up. You know, in. But you're gonna see the balance. Or you're going to see, um, you know, good knee bend here, strike timing, strike timing, boom, catch him in the chest. And you're going to see like alternate one left first, right's coming under or right's coming on top two. But he, he's, alter, he's at least alternating, you know, one, two. And it's, it's not, it doesn't have to be slow. It doesn't have to be one, two. That's not what I'm talking about with it. When I was talking about Aquano, but you can't do double shove unless, unless, you know, you're really confident your hands are going to land. But it's, 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 it's a sketchy game. So good set, bang, strike timing, length. Other hand lands. Now he's just gonna latch on, latch on, latch on. Obviously, ideally, he gets a little bit, and, and it's gonna, it's always gonna be a slight problem for guys who are taller because obviously you're taller, your hands are gonna naturally land um, a little bit higher on the guy. So that kind of is what it is. Like for him to take an angle and shoot down, um, there's not gonna be as strong. So his hands are naturally gonna land pretty high. It just kind of is what it is with these guys. He needs to be super mindful to not shoot his hands high at all because his hands shooting high at all are over guys shoulder pads um and ideally here like yeah you're getting to your bridge you're getting you know you're getting you're getting uh pushed back like yeah you want to like alternate hands like okay you're getting pushed back you know one under two under you never want to go just both under because then your chest is getting controlled um but one of the things you see with him too because he's not like the most like uber flexible athletic type guy like not the best balance sometimes um when you're getting bowled back like you do want to jump back into your into your bridge like you don't necessarily want to walk it back into into an anchor um because it's never really able to to get under and set and uh sometimes he's not really able to to jump back into the anchor but with that being said here gets both hands on is able to even at the pop you know get that kind of that quarter turn we talk about like again you want to when you're punching you you want to turn when you're when you're punching to you know from from here to there because when you're doing that, like it looks like a little like mechanical type stuff. Like it's it's activating the, this the, your like your your back muscles, and then once you once you're on, then you then you want to turn out because now your elbows are getting tight, and that's the strongest position you can be in. And you could see that even he, oh, he's a little high right here, he lands, and you're gonna see him turn it. See the turn, turning those elbows tight, that that uh, little quarter turn, perfect. Latch him. It's a latch and screw. Now, again, lifting up. We talk about bridge. Now he's in his insteps in his bridge. That's that's a that doesn't seem like it is. That's a powerful position to be in. That that's hard. That's hard to get past if you have those latches in. He's getting he's getting lifted up again. He's not pushing, not doing anything. That guy is getting lifted. A lot of power through that through that uh, through the ground right there. So good job getting into it. You know, the quarter turn, all that, um, latch and screwing, bridge positives. That's that's a good play. Neil shed the again pass versus run different world. Um, 
you see him getting thrown a, a decent amount in the run game. So I'm not mad with like the climb up to the up to the guy like necessarily. I, I want to see him close a little bit more ground, but you do see his feet get stalled. Him come from hands like I, I I'm trying to like like you see him like come from from hands really low and like try to roll up into a guy, but he's always leaning into it. Like you you can you want to roll up into a guy, but you want to close close ground then roll up. You don't want to just be leaning into a roll up because then you're off balance. And if your feet don't follow, it's gonna be hard to roll up powerfully anyway. Um, so you see the feet stall a little bit again, kind of lean for it, lean for it, get a chest controlled. Hands are coming from low chest controlled again, extending, but you want, you want to be, you don't want to be leaning. You don't want to be leaning. You want to be again, like almost like not exactly like the bridge, but obviously because that, that, in, that, in that case, you're getting pushed back. You want to push him. So you want to be leaning, but you want to, again, tighter elbows and, and, and climb that tree. I always say like, you want to be in steps. You don't want to be toes and leading into it because if, it, if your chest is controlled, your hands get defeated, you're screwed. So you kind of see him leading into it here. Chest gets controlled a little bit. And if guys are smart enough, if, if he's leaning, you don't want to just go power against power. If, he, if he's leaning into it, okay, sidestep, step back, and now he's leaning even more. And that's when you, that's when you pull him down, jerk him, chop, whatever, rip. You know, that's, that's when you're able to do that. So you're, you're going to see him kind of just um, step back pull him down. Why? Because he's leaning. He's high. Shed. Gets in on tackle. Um, shed. Okay. It's Walker, right? Yeah. Um, similar type of thing. Like the angle going up and two is fine. What is it? Inside zone? Yeah, tight inside zone. So I'm fine with the angle there, but I, I just want to see him bring his feet more. The hands come from super low. They scoop. They're really, they're, they're really scooping. Again, you want more direct angles. It just, again, would you ever punch a guy like that? Would you ever be like, I'm going to punch you and uppercut him? <laughs> you know, like yeah, if it lands, sure. But uh, you're going to get, you're going to get whacked sometimes. Like hands low, lean. Look how low his hands come from, knee level, chest controlled. Chest controlled in a position like this, now you're leaning. It's, it's really, really sketchy. Gets extended. At that point now, he's controlled. Shed. And when he, you, you see the toes, how he's working off, his, working off the toes and high, like reset your hands, get, get better hand position, lower the base, work off your insteps, but shallow and toes while high. This is not an, look, this is not an ideal situation. It looks like he's like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Walking on hot coals. You know, get those feet in the ground. Shed. Robinson sheds him. Right? Four is Robinson. I'm not crazy. Maybe I am. I'm not like super, super big into college football. Like I like college football. Um, I do. I like the environment. I, I, I like going to those games more than some NFL games because the environment's absolutely crazy. Um, but when I go to those games, like, yeah, the, when you go, if you go to Bama versus Georgia, sure. That's ever, not every game, but I remember when I went to like Notre Dame versus Georgia tech and like some of these guys are just like missing like five yard passes, dropping ball. Like it was just like, dude, like, come on. Like I, I want to see the, the reason I'm, I like college atmosphere, like real a lot, but the, obviously the quality of playing the NFL is just better. Like the players are better. So 
I like to just see top versus top instead of, you know, let's be honest, a bunch of guys, even from like Bam, like obviously, yeah, some of them are going to make it, but a lot of them aren't, you know. Um, and with like the JetX stuff, obviously, like, you know, all my time goes in the NFL regardless. So I don't really have time to watch college. I'll probably watch college if I didn't do any of this stuff. Okay, so gets in, gets into his pass set again, a mix of like a 45 and a vertical. It's not straight 45. It's not straight vertical. Um, I like to see the, the, the active drag hand right there and the inside hand. Just again, if there is any immediate pressure, you can help out with that. And then you're going to see him again, do a pretty good job splitting him. You know, doesn't doesn't overset. This isn't an overset. Strike timing, boom. He's, he's a good feel for when, for when to strike. Lands it in, in Walker's chest. Keeps it there. You don't want to, you don't want to always like, he's not leaning into it, but just in, let's say he was, you don't always want to chase that hand. Like you can, you could, you could pop it, reset it, or sorry, it's not Walker. It's 41. Um, you can like pop it, reset, you know? Um, but if you're able to keep that hand and you're able to follow it with your feet, okay, good. You know, so good set, good drag hand, good bend in his knees, good strike timing, follow through, you know, like it's, that's, that's a good play. Uh, again, the pass versus the run is it's just a completely different ball game for him, typically. Power, power step, stunt. Okay, he's putting up a stunt. Okay, so it's, um, it's going to be a ET. He's going to stunt in. He's going to loop, I'm assuming. He's going to power step to pass it off, and he's going to drop off um, once he picks it up, and then he's going to pick up the looper. Let's see if I'm right. Ah, I was wrong. So it was a blitz. It wasn't really a stunt. Um, if I labeled it correctly, I would have got it. But it, it works the same. It works the same. It's literally, it works the same exact way. He's delaying him. Um, he's delaying him. So obviously on the line of scrimmage, you have to really delay, like kind of kind of play patty cake with him. Um, he would knife inside. He would loop around. Um, so it's a similar thing. Gets into his set. Again, pretty good job not oversetting. Edge eats up some ground on, on Neil. He goes to shoot. Obviously, he turns at the last second. So now Neil thinks, oh, shit. Little power step to pass it off. Hands inside. Power step. Pass it off. Make sure your guard is there. Okay. The, no, you, you can't obviously confirm a guard is there. He, he needs to be there, though, um, depending on the like, protection rules they have. Um, and it just looks like it's a looks like it's like a three jet. And um, <clears throat> power step, again, pass. Hands on. It's clean. Hands on, working in steps, get low. This is a clean pickup from him. Again, because you don't want to overcommit to, the, to that to that to the looper or the or the penetrator. Because if you overcommit, you know you. And in this situation, if he drops that post forward here and turns his hips into him and carries him, then guess what? He's not going to be in a good position to to pick up the looper. So, like I said, power, strike timing, bang, bang. Again, I don't think I don't think he's a guard. Like uh, people say, oh, we can play guard for the judge. I don't think he's. I don't. I don't think he's a guard anyway. So they draft him. He's a tackle. You know where you have uh, Aquanu, who uh, definitely a, he's a better guard than a tackle to me. So that's how I look at these guys. Laps right here. Yeah. So they're so they're obviously they're just they're just running like a fake a fake uh, like split zone type deal. 
and he wants to be aggressive here because you want to sell the run, the run. But again, you want to be careful. You want to go, you want to go inside out because you go out. If you, if you set hard outside, guess what? What's the quickest path to the quarterback that for going through slicing through the B gap or, or for having to loop around, you know, like, yeah, fake the run, but let's not, let's not jump outside right here. I don't know why he jumps outside like that. I, I really, I don't, I don't know. Like full bucket step to cross the feet. This is your threat. It's it's a, it's 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 a pass play. He, he I'm sure. He, I, I think he knows that. Inside out, you know. Do do what he's gonna be for. You know, take a take a drop step. You can even you can you can bucket whatever, and then just work at a safe angle. But he just goes right outside. For obviously just runs right to that gap. Obviously, the, you know, the, the quarterback does, does his job and gets away and tries to throw the ball to whoever. I don't know if it's just away or whatever, but um, yeah, you don't want that because let's say if, you know, the, the guard got stuck on, on, on Walker a little bit longer, it's a direct angle to the quarterback. So thank God the guard picked him up a little bit for him. Just a tiny bit, just to lay him a, 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 a tad. But uh, yeah, I don't know why he jumps outside like that. that was, that's, that's weird. Um, stunt pickup. Okay. Mm-hmm. Off tackle. Again, pretty good job picking up stunts. Like there's, there'll, there'll be a lapse or two, but overall, I thought, I thought how he picked up stunts was pretty good. So again, you can get gets into it, gets into his vertical set. Notices. Um, Notices 44 or four um, penetrating. Yeah, you have the ET stunt. It's like, he, like almost, it's like a, it's, it's more of like a power step. Like he drops his post, but it's almost more like a power step. It just, it, it gets like, like even. So it's more, I would say not necessarily drop the post, but power step. Again, pass it off hands inside. But with that, don't carry it too far inside. Stay square <clears throat> to the line of scrimmage. You carry with your hips, you're screwed. Boom, shove them. <clears throat> shove them to your guy. Great. Drop off. Hands on. Good job. Bang, bang. Quick. Let's see? All right. Stomp pickup 12. Neil miss. Let's see what that's about. By the way, I watched Georgia, Cincy, Georgia, I think. I didn't even think about it. When I watched Cincy, I didn't even think to watch uh, what's his name at the same time, but I don't really like doing that because I get distracted. Um, Left tackle. Um. I don't know. Maybe Walker right here is uh is spying. Like the idea of this was to do like a TT stunt. He's spying, but he presses up to to occupy seventy three, and he's just reading because it's not like they're they're comboing the running back. <clears throat> um, 
where obviously depending on where he cuts, you know, people call it banjo. I call banjo something different. Um, but uh, with that being said, I, that, maybe that's what he's doing right there. A little bit odd, but I think I think he's I think he's fine. The quarterback. Um, now with that, Neil, okay, he's not blitzing. Find my other threat. Get into a set. He stopped. Okay, something's up. Something's probably happening on the inside. Find it. But you wanted to see him be a little bit more, a little bit more balanced here. There's no reason for like those big hops. Like I get he has to get there with some movement because he's uh, there's obviously a, a pretty open B gap, but you got to get there controlled. You know you want to you want to see obviously smaller steps, more control, lower, but hopping into it. Leaning into the punch, he gets clubbed by by Walker, and it's, and obviously the ball is out by the quarterback relatively quickly, but he's right there. So you just want to see him be a little more more controlled as he realizes that guy's inside. Neil, um, power step stunt. Okay, so we've seen this a decent amount now. Good job, obviously. Vertical set, vertical set. Maybe maybe a slight bit of an overset, but now he feels the D end obviously going across his going across his face, and they end up at different level. Oh, oh. Wow, interesting, interesting design in terms of like almost with the linebacker running like. A TT, but then the 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 linebacker. Oh, geez, the linebacker loops all the way to the outside. There's a name for that. Of course, I'm going to forget right now. Yeah, I'm I'm I am mad. I have really I am really cloudy. Pirate. I, I'm I'm forgetting stuff. It's crazy. Um, but nonetheless, feels them penetrating inside. Uh. Power steps, hands on, shove him, and just shove him, try to shove him so far inside that he's not going to be able to get to the quarterback immediately and pick up one. Like, yeah, yes, that's the most immediate threat, but with, with him pushing him and trying to throw him laterally, now this is the next biggest threat and try to just get hands on him too, which he does. Left hand, boom, inside. I had to look it up and see if I was going crazy saying I was a pirate son. But yeah, that's that's basically um what that was. Typically pirates on you you typically see it with three defensive linemen, but the linebacker pretty much same thing. Um Neil Shed. Okay, let's see if this is in the run game. Probably. Yeah, see. A lot of a lot of him being off balance. Similar thing. What do we see? Him not really run up with his feet, like okay, in steps, but in steps come with a lean, shoot from really low and scoop. What happens? Chest controlled, stood up. Now he has now he, now he has no hand control. Um, wasn't able to 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 lift him. Wasn't able to get any any force into him. So so now he's walking towards him really really high. Shed, push, pull happens all the time. Why? Because he doesn't bring his feet. And he always scoops. He is always leaning. Ripped. Obviously, he doesn't get the tackle, but that's not a good run block. 
Neil movement question mark. Mm. Oh, I have no idea what this is be. Let's see. Movement, I guess I'm like say like kind of like okay, he moved the guy, but not the in the best form or fashion. Yeah, it's like again, works to the guy in steps. Again, a lot of forward lean. Look, look where his hands are. He makes contact and just like just headbutts the guy and he gets pushed outside. And then and then his one of his, I don't know if his right hand lands. I don't know. It, I, I guess his right hand must land. Yeah, his right hand lands somewhere in the ribs. I would say armpit area and he, and he shoves him, but he, he literally headbutts him as he's getting contact. It's just not, like, you're going to get splashed here by a good player. A good player is going to drop his weight, pop you like, like we've seen other players do. So yeah, he moved the guy, but again, process versus results. Not a fan of the process really shed. All right. Um, obviously left tackle. What are we seeing? I could just put, pretty much repeat what I've been saying. Okay, in steps, lean, hands low, splashed, splashed, stood up. Okay, sure he's working his in steps, but his feet are pretty damn inactive, and just he stood pretty much straight up, ripped or pulled. Again, hands don't have a they don't have strong connection. All right. The left hand has, has solid placement, but he stood up. He's not able to really recover. Now, if he stood up, he's like working into him. Okay, well, that's different than him just leaning into it and just hoping that he could just stand him up and not have to move his feet. Like, move your feet, dude. Shit. And he obviously could get in on a run if he were to cut back or whatever, but, like, there's a lot of him getting shed in the run game. <clears throat> And even when he gets control of guys, he doesn't really move them for a guy who's 360. Like I just you know, pass off again. So pass first run. One's a glaring weakness. One's a solid strength. Oh, wow. Hold on, pass off. Oh, okay, so this is a good run play. <clears throat> Obviously, it's gonna be there's gonna be some, you know. So zone steps. Again, good job knowing that that just based on on the alignment right here. With this being what an outside zone week, yeah, outside zone week, that he wants to get outside shoulder on this guy, and then and then work to the second level to to cut off the linebacker, and you know that he's not going to step down on this guy because it's it's an outside zone, so he's going to cheat to overtake this. <clears throat> if he knifes inside, he's going to take it regardless, but he's going to cheat to overtake this if he if he expands. Okay, if he expands, then it is what it is. Seventy's not going to chase, and the running back's most likely going to look to cut it up, cut it up. And then 70 is going to climb to the second level. <clears throat> so he kind of takes it straight. Okay. So now that now you're really going to be able to overtake this. So what is what is uh, Neil want to do? Or what, what does Neil want to do? Pop up that that outside shoulder, pop it up, work to the second level, allow him to, to overtake it. Zone so step, hands on. Stay square to the second level. Eyes on his next threat that he's gonna that he's gonna go to. Pop up the outside shoulder. Seventy takes an angle. Um, to cheat to overtake. You know. Don't just take don't just take it right into him because you don't want to shove him outside. You want to you want to be able to scoop him out right here. And he assists by popping up that shoulder. 
pop up that shoulder, find your next threat. Uh, left hand lands inside, get some extension on. Good job. It's a good run block. That, that's that's good run blocking, right here. So we saw a lot of bad with him blocking back the guys. Is he better with with zone blocks where he's the front side? You know where where you're forced to put on the move a little bit. Maybe. Neil Stunt pick up a random question mark. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. I remember seeing, I don't know how this happened, but I was watching the Georgia game and then somehow I was watching Cincinnati, but then there was another Georgia player or something like that. Like, I don't know. It's just a random Georgia player from the first game. We just had Cincinnati. I don't know why Georgia plays in here again. So that's what happened. It's like random. What the hell? But another, another good stunt pickup from him. On this play, this random play that I don't know how I got in here. Again, good job not like not, good job not, not firing outside and oversetting right there. Like again, when you got to just root your feet, root your feet. Good job rooting the feet. Roots the feet, feels the stunt. Again, there's this, it's it's another. It, this is this is a long stunt to that's a, that's a long way to work um, with that stunt. But he takes the um, the, the penetrator. Roots to feet, hands inside, punch timing, good placement. Kind of power step him inside. He gets more lateral, but he's power stepping still. Hands inside, power step, power step. Get back out inside on, on your guy. So shove him to your guy. Good job. Let him pick him up. Drop off with a good timing. Length. Boom. Pop, pop Walker. Now what does Walker do? Feels Walker leaning into that long arm. What do you want to do? Take that long arm out. That, that, that's, that's his stability. Boom. Good job. Um, Neil, movement offline. Does he get movement here on the run? Yeah, he's still, he's still again, when, he, when he's climbing, he's still toesy to me. Like, he's still high and toesy, so you got you to gotta watch that. You see, he's like leaning, and he's and he's and he's on his toes. It's always sketchy. Guys are gonna be able to throw you like that, so you got to be careful with that. But we got another zone play, um, mid to outside zone. Uh, yeah. His his obviously his assignment is the outside right here. So instead, watch the crossing of the feet, though. I would say in in general. Um, you like to see more, just keep your feet, you know, climb, but crossing your feet when you're in that contact window always gets sketchy. Cause if he gets contact like this, if this guy splashes him at this point, uh, it's not going to be great. So I want to see, I don't want to see as, as big of steps. The guy does land his hands on him, but, um, because in this situation, Neil's actually moving with his feet. He's, he's able to recover. Like you could, like, if you're going to, you can, there's incidences where you can get splashing and leaning, but if your feet are following you, you could, you could, you could recover. But when your feet aren't following you and you're just leaning into a play, you're not going to, it's not going to work. But if your feet work, okay. So his feet are working, working into him. Now he's able to get under him. Or at least his hands get under him. He's able to, and he's able to run him outside. You know, keep working the hands, keep them on him, run him outside, get a, get a, get a pancake. Good job. 
So I saw like two front front side mid mid to outside zone plays where he's actually working the feet where it's better. Neil blitz pickup. Okay. I'm back at Georgia again. I don't know what's happening. Oh, this is the national championship. How many plays do I have in Georgia then? This is weird. I'm 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 I don't know what's going on. Okay, again, <clears throat> just in terms of alignment, doesn't want to jump outside because at this point, <clears throat> even just one jump outside, you're oversetting. So we gotta do alignment, root your feet. Roots his feet. Obviously, he knifes inside what's probably coming. If he's knifing inside, you have a you have the, you have the linebacker sitting right there. He's probably gonna blitz off that edge. So power step, shove him. Power step, shove him. Robinson's in there to help. Running back. Hands on. Don't overcommit. Stay square to the line of scrimmage so you can get to your next, your next assignment. Push him off. Square him up. Don't think, you, you know, at this point, root your feet a little bit. Don't necessarily want to overset this outside guy because then you're just treating like another pass set. Um, gets a little bit too far outside there but is able to get hands on and, and, and stand them up. It's a linebacker uh, is 41 Dean. Again, I'm not big into like, I, I haven't, if I haven't watched him, I haven't watched him. Like I, I I've watched him, but I just forget if he's 41 or not. I think he is right. Maybe I'm crazy. Um, okay. 21 halfway through Neil doesn't reach. Um, I don't know. Someone just went at a screen pop of my computer. You guys couldn't see. I don't know. Um, stupid freaking updates to computers and stuff. Uh, right here. Obviously. It, it does. Um, mostly a good job of like not reaching for contact and 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 pass protection, but. Now you're seeing getting, he has to get into a vertical set because he's so wide. Like you can 45 them if you have really confident <laughs> in yourself getting out on them. But situation like this, this got a guy that wide, just vertical set them. So vertical sets. Now he's getting to his level. So now he's able to open up. Again, you don't want to open up too early. He's able to cross your face. But if he starts to kind of get, if he gets to your plane, you're able to start to open up. Opens up again. Good job. Not reaching for contact. Like you could see, you could see four throw his hand right there. And he's not, he's not reaching for it. Like he's trying to ghost them. That's exactly what he's, he's just trying to ghost move them. But it, if any, well, he, if, if you're really trying to ghost him, he should, he's really actually like pop him, dip under it. Not, you don't want to fake, you don't want to like, like a, a fake ghost. It's kind of, you want to pop him and have bang, get under it. So he tries to ghost him. But Neil doesn't fall for the for the hand. Good timing, good location. You know, outside peck. Stand him up. Another good pass set. Uh, Neil feet stall. Okay, I'm trying the run game. Oh no, stop. Again, pass game too. Um, your feet can't stall either. 
Now, if you're in a bridge and you're standing a guy up, like, yeah, your feet are going to stall a little bit, but you still got to work your feet a ton, like, depending on, his, on the angle he's taking or how he's trying to get away from, the, from you bridging. You can't just stay there. So, again, a little bit of a drag hand, just check the inside. You know, he's not so far outside. You have, you have flexibility to, to uh, check the inside guy, checks him. Okay. Again, sets to his guy. Tiny bit of an overset. Again, at this point, like don't he, he opens up a little bit too early, a tiny bit too early. Just split him. Like he's so close with him. If you if you were to stay a little bit more square and like 45 of them, hit him with that outside hand. He has enough length. So he, he opens up a little bit too early. Gets the right hand inside. Which which stands up the rusher, gets the left hand under. Okay. Solid position to be in here right here. But you, your feet have to work. You know, he's not in a bridge. It's not a bridge. So when your hands are inside, pull them in, you know, get them, get them tight. That's the, the best position you can be in. It's a guy really tight to you. Get them tight. You see his feet just get really, they just really stall. And there's, they're, there's inactive. Guy works inside. And now because his feet aren't active, he's not able to kind of, you know, grab him close to his body. Now that now, now is leaning through his hands, leaning through his hands to, to match him. And he gets he gets pulled slash pulled slash club to the ground, just on his face. Because look how just look at his feet. Look how inactive they are after they, after he has them, you know, in his in his grasp. Obviously, the quarterback gets for the ball. What does it matter? Okay, well, what if that quarterback was was scrambling and there was nobody open? You know, like can't just say that. Missed the blitz. tackle yeah I, I i don't know if he thought that somebody was supposed to pick up seven here i don't know if it's a misassignment by by alabama um but if it's a misassignment by him obviously it's not a it's, a, it's not a good blitz blitz pickup like you have you have seven pre-snap like staring at the quarterback you know kind of leaning forward that should be some type of indication that he might be blitzing and again, you have set, you have seventy who's scanning with nobody really by him. You got to pass off the seventy and hope and 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 hope he's there, or know he's going to be there. You know, you hope you know he knows the protection. So I'm okay. Yeah, no, it's a tough. It's a tough spot. He's working through a lot of space, but pass off the seventy early. Let seventy pick it up. And pick up the blitzer, but he just doesn't. I don't know. I don't know what happens there. Just that's a lapse, though. Like again, we've seen situations where guys are trying to trying to cross his face, and he notices, okay, this guy on the edge is crossing my face, or there's probably something coming off the edge. Typically, looper, blitzer, whatever, and uh, he just he just completely carries the guy inside and just never picks up the edge. Again, quarterback pays the price. For that, and somebody else missed the block. I didn't see who else missed the block. Neil Feet. Um. Okay, so pass that again. Hands are more on guard here. You know, that's that's a little bit better. They're a little bit more tight. Um, still a tiny bit low, but that, that's fine. Double punch. Yeah, double punch. 
Okay, fine. Hands land. I'm okay with that. You know, that, that is, that's, that's not a bad position to be in right here, but again, get the guy, you know, def- well, one defeat the arm. You don't, you don't, again, defeat that arm. So I want to see that. I want to see that right hand chop that, but his feet kind of stall again. And now, and now he's leaning. So his feet just stall. He's just leaning. Why are the feet not trying to close that distance? And Walker's able to kind of just work around it. Like, it's like he like he doesn't really even defeat the hands because he's leaning so hard. He's not able to like cover the edge, cover the arc with his hips, with his base. I don't know. The the feet just stop stop working. Like yeah, he's hopping here because he's literally getting moved by the guy. But like he's not like he's not moving the feet as much as he should be himself. Close the distance. Movement question mark. I guess he's moving a guy again. I don't know why I'm, I did move and crush more twice right here. Oh, that's a lack of movement. Yeah, this is, it's like that's this type of play. Like, okay, he's 360 pounds. You'd think he'd be like a mauler. And in this situation where they're running another, you know, mid outside zone and he's going to work outside zone step outside. And now you have a combo between him and a tight end on Walker and he's attacking the hip. Like you think he would blow this guy up. Like Walker is like feet are, feet are shallow, standing up. Like this is not a good spot to be in a reverse combo. Like if you show if you if I just show you this picture right here, you should say, "Oh, this guy's getting moved." One, he's leaning into it, so his elbows on is like tight to his body. It's not as powerful as a position. So you want to see him again close more distance and have that elbow tighter, and you want to just see better overall like like power here. Like he he does not move him at all, and Walker is literally not ready for it at all. Like it's not, it's not like he widens and. You know, he splashes somebody and he's, and he's, and he's turning away from it. Like there's, there's really nothing like he needs to get like Iki Aquano, who we, I just did yesterday. If you guys hopefully watched maybe a couple days ago, Walker is on his ass and, and Neil right here barely moves him. Like he barely moves him again. I know. Yeah. A couple steps outside whatever, but the fact that he's completely just dominate that block and Walker's able to then get his hands on him, pop him up and like kind of get it back into play is I, he needs to move him right here. That's not like, this is not a good play. Barely moves him in that situation. That's unacceptable to me. It's not, that's, that's, that's a bad play. Neil pass that. Um, right here, obviously. All right. All right. So let me break this down for you guys. Um, you know, He's loaded up on that leg. That's good. Um, again, you want to be like loaded like 90% on that leg so you can explode off that and out. Um, it's usually like 90-10. You see guys who are more like 50-50 and it's not conducive to getting a good pass thing. So that's what I wanted to show you. That's, that's, that's what I meant to do. That's what I meant to do. All right. Now what happened there? Pass set again. Okay, it's not a second long. That's, that's positive. Here. Oh, okay. I, I missed the play button. If I thought I, I was like, really? All right. Again, some more thing. He's slightly maybe oversets here just a tiny bit. It, it's, it's sometimes it's bit like, it's like drastic, but most time it's, it's slight. Okay. So what's happening? Walker again, crossing his face. 
ET stunt. So people like to call him Tex, Ted, all that stuff. But it's E-T-T-E for me. It's easier. Like Tex and Ted, what the hell? Fuck? Like, you know, literally penetrator, E. Looper, T. E-T. If he was a penetrate, pick T, E. Like it's just so easy. I don't get the whole Tex, Ted thing. I always forget. I think, I think, I think, I think Ted is, Ted is E-T and Tex is T-E. I, like, I forget. Like, it's a, who came up with that? Like, I don't, I don't memorize that because it's stupid to me, but um, people are trying to be fancy and shit. Um, but he picks it up well. Again. Slide or gets into his, gets into his set. Hand lands inside. Works him. Shoves him, carries him into his guard. What does he not to do? He doesn't, he doesn't overcommit to it. He stays square. Eyes are active for his next guy. Push him off. Grab a uh, ninety-five. Is that is that uh, is, is is ninety-five Walker? Or my is, is that his name? Right? Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not Walker. I I know. I think ninety-five is the guy who's like going to be drafted in the first or second round, right? Or maybe maybe first three rounds. Mm-mm-mm. Run block. Okay. Um, again, I like. I don't necessarily want him to overcommit to this, and I, and I like the fact he's playing like long. Like you don't. Again, like uh, Benton says, like you don't want to shove a guy. Like you don't want to get into a guy and shove him when you're working to the second level. Like there's obviously different situations for everything. Like if you're fully committed to a combo block, get get on that guy and shove him. Like move him. But when you're trying to just pop a guy outside, you want to play longer. So you you want to you want to like that's how Benton says it. Like you want to push. Just push a guy versus shove a guy. You don't shoving leads to extra steps and overcommitting. That's what Benton coaches. That's that's his belief. That's in general. That's 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 correct. So that's should carry for pretty much everybody. But even with him just pushing instead of shoving, I want to see a little bit more movement again. Like I know he's widening all that stuff and he doesn't want to necessarily like completely reach for him, which he does. Um, but I was going to see a little bit more movement. But okay, fine. Pops him outside a tiny bit. Next guy kind of lays his hand, his, his hand out there, but he's able to land the, the left hand inside as he, as he closes a lot of ground, uh, closes ground to, uh, towards the DB, whatever the hell, whoever the hell it is. Gets extension with that left hand. Continues to work them. Reset the hands, continue to work them. I had to pause it for a second. I won't sound like there's like a toy car or something outside my house. It's like it's freaking raining and that's weird. But it was nothing. I mean, I'm just hearing stuff. Um, run block. We just did that. 29 hands. Okay, again, good strike timing. Is most likely going to root his feet at the snap right here. Um, well, maybe not, especially if they're sliding left. If they're sliding left in the situation and this guy's on the edge right here, he's going to get into a vertical set and then expect him to pick, pick uh, help him on this guy because there's there's it, it's hard for him to be um, thinking about this guy when there's when there's a guy outside like this. So goes to set. Okay, you know he obviously widens outside. 
this guy doesn't blitz. This is this is now his guy. Good job, not like jumping, jumping outside here. Gets into his vertical set. Feet are pretty patient right here. Frames him pretty well. Strike timing. Bang. Like his, his strike time is good. His placement's good for the most part. But this is this is a good this is a good play. For just staying pretty patient and and really having a, a nice a nice timing of that punch. Nice area. You're gonna see him go to grab that chest plate from the top. I typically want to get like, you know, under like the 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 peck is kind of where the it ends. Um, but nonetheless, is able to get that hand on some extension. Grabbing the, uh, the 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 top of the chest plate, the, the collar, fine. As long as you're keeping him relatively tight, it's not going to get cold. Now, if you're if you're reaching, you're grabbing the collar, and he's moving, and you're moving side to side, you're controlling by the neck, then it's going to get cold. But that's why you want guys tight. You know, it's 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 you're hiding, holding. There's holding literally every single play, and that's why I talk about stuff because you're grabbing chest plate that's holding technically. But it's about when you're herky jerky, and they're going to call it. If you couldn't hold the guy as an offensive lineman. There'd be a thousand stacks in the game. Like if you if you had to keep your hands straight, like let's say they had to wear mitts and they couldn't grab, it, it, it'd be game over. You know, Michael Michael Strahan's record or whoever, yeah, Michael Strahan now, right? Michael Strahan's record would get broken by week six, week five. <laughs> like, eh, run block. Okay, so backside of um, in you know inside mid zone. Mid zone, let's just call it. It's always always a little bit more like hard to definitely define it from you know uh, gun. I don't really like zone under gun unless it's inside. I don't really like outside zone under gun. I, pr I pretty much hate it to be honest. I'm not going to that whole thing. But with that being said, okay, blocking the backside. There's really not much reason to to get hands on this guy. Like because if anything, you're pushing him to the play. Okay, fine. He gets hands on whatever. That's fine, but at some point you got to flip and commit to Walker. Like you can see, kind of just runs it with one hand. Like he's unless he's just a complete shit player, he's going to be able to shed this. You're you're you have one hand on him. He's able to work that that arm, work past him, and for tackle because he has to cut back. Why why is he not flipping here, using his hand as like a pivot point? land now land the right come up come under the under the into the ribs and stand them up like i don't know i don't know why he's just running inside with one hand on him like your job right here is to, is to cut him off to find the gap to find the backside b gap so if he needs to cut back the b gap is open but you're kind of running yourself into the b gap and and not letting robinson have a clean cutback lane so that's just a yeah it's a bad run block 10 plays left. Um, missing run game. Okay. Obviously the left tackle. Again, now you have now you have inside zone, inside zone split. And what do you want to do? Inside zone. The primary gaps is going to be inside. You know, tight A, you know, typically B. It's going to be like to the guard, B gap. Um and the 
Okay, sorry. I'm not going to talk about what it is. That was weird. <laughs> I think my wife wore these pants that I'm wearing right now. I'll just give you, and she must have like eaten something and like wiped it on the pants. I'm going <laughs> to. All right. Continuing on. That's, that's what went through my head. What the hell that? Like I wasn't, that's, that's, that, that's what happened in my head in two seconds. It's like, what the, she wore my pants and I put them back in my clean drawer with stuff on them. Mm-mm-mm. That's not good. But with him, Evan Neal, back to Evan Neal, inside, angles, inside out. If it's an outside zone, different story. You want to take a more aggressive angle to him? If he widens, great. That's not the story. They're running more inside. So get up and out, but don't dive outside because if he crosses your face, guess what? You're screwed. What happens? Big steps outside, crossing his feet, leans, shoots the B gap. Now, hey, that B gap's not there anymore. Why? Because, uh, because he gets so flat right here. Again, and big steps. Um, st- stay square to him. Get up and out. Working your insteps, you know. But when you're when you're crossing your feet like this and just jumping outside, you're you're screwing yourself. And he spikes. It's cut off. It's just not. It's not not a good angle. Too big of steps. Mm-hmm. Okay. Strike timing. Getting pretty good. Vertical set, vertical set. As he's closing around, bang. Like he's he's good at landing a left hand, that's for sure. Like it's, it's it's small, but it's it's he has good timing pretty consistently. Again, kind of mixed between a 45 and a and a and a vertical. Left hand lands, one, then the right. Alter, al- alternating. One, two, one, two. Extension. Watch the lean though. You'd see starting to get off balance there a little bit. Watch that lean. You know, close that distance with your feet, but overall good. Neil overset. Okay. Here. Yeah. Again, that 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 first that that first of outside more like a forty five degree set is is fine, but you don't want to continue the outside. Like you see how he gets he gets to even or near even. What's that opening up? Inside move. So just a slight overset. And um but a slight overset. Walker, good job just feeling that block out, reading it. In step, explode through, rip it. Obviously, he doesn't get cleanly through. He doesn't, he doesn't completely cross his face. Um, but there's still some pressure inside. And it's like obviously got there in like two seconds. The, the ball is out really quickly. But if the play continued, is he going to get pressure on the quarterback? Uh, most likely, you know? So you got to watch your overset. Moving on.
Tackle. Again, what do we see in the run game? Lean. His feet are coming with him this time, but still lean. It's not ideal. Like I said, it's better than no feet. You know, but you're still seeing the lean. You're still seeing the scoop. Scoop, chest controlled, stood up. Chest controlled, stood up. Walker just reading the run, reading the run, reading the run. Now, when he thinks he's the running back committed to the outside, he pulls him down and he would have been, he would have been there. But he, he cuts it back. But still, like Neil's not in control of this block. Um, shed with oh, that one sorry quick okay so just watching all similar thing right you know like it's outside similar with his two steps that he does scoop lean chest controlled splashed is he balanced right here so much bend from the waist right there that's not powerful position at all stood up boom across his face like obviously the, 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 you know he cuts the run back it's a you know tight to inside zone split or with like the what's an option this looks like an rpo was he supposed to read read him if he if he doesn't stay he uh, he's on a slider out. That's what it looks like. Nonetheless, he's run blocking, and we see the same thing we've saw plenty of times. I don't really have to even say anything anymore. It's it's the same thing. Leans from the waist, hands go low, gets controlled, gets stood up, is high, feet don't follow for the most part, and then gets gets shed, shed again here. Let's see, it's the same thing. You know, same thing. Similar, similar steps, scoop, lean from the waist, chest gets controlled, stood up on his toes, ripped down, you know, pulled down, jerked, whatever we're going to call it, shed. Four plays left, punch. Okay. Yeah, punch timing is always, you know, vertical set, drag hand. Again, watch the hands getting too low and wide, but nonetheless, strike time is good. Bang, land in the chest right outside. That's that's typically what he does. One, two. Yeah, almost like a double punch, though, if you want to call it. Hands land regardless. Elbow gets tight. Follows him a little bit with his feet. Okay, there we go. Match him. Good job. Three plays left. Beaten side. Uh, okay, what is he, an overset or something? Yeah. Walker's there. Good. Walker's interesting. To me, though, Ed Rusher, like, I, I get the guys in a second. I get Walker's there. I get the... Who's the other Cam? Was it Cameron Thomas or something? Like I get those guys are there, but if you're getting edge rusher, let's get him in the top ten. You know, like I, obviously, ideally, it's Thib or Hutch. But if you're talking about ten, again, I'm kind of on that on the train of, um, 
let's just say it is an offensive lineman first. I, I, I am on the train right now of Jermaine Johnson, Carl Loftus. Um, and then I could be convinced of sauce or a guy like uh Linderbaum. Then you move, you move, uh, um, McGovern to guard. Like that's, that's again, that's where I'm at. So I don't know if he's a real option, but we'll see. But gets into a set again, just a slight overset. One, two on the outside. One, two. We just need one root, one root. Cause that now, now he has a good relationship to him, but when he gets too far outside, what's that opening up? Especially when you, when you lose ground vertically too. inside move, double swipe. And uh, obviously he's beat. And again, thank God the guard is there. Or sorry, the, the center, the center's there. Center has awareness and and helps him. If he doesn't, um, maybe it's a sack, you know. But uh, yeah, over overset. Why is this place so long? Did I not? Oh, I didn't cut it. I guess. Yeah, went a little too long. Okay. Um, two plays. Neil versus Stunt. I'm assuming this is a good pickup here. Yeah, he's he's pretty solid with the stunts. That's that's for sure. Vertical, vertical. Obviously, sees the pick comp the the um, him him starting to change his body language going inside. Notices it. Gets the left hand inside. Shoves him square. Work that hip again. We've. Copy and paste what I said before. Left hand inside, shove him inside, stay square to the line of scrimmage so you can pick up your next. Lands his hands, picks it up. Good job. Watch it in full speed. It's a good job. Last play. Positive or negative? Let's see. I don't know. Oh, not a good play. Um, I don't know what the hell is happening pre-snap. I don't know why he's like waving to the camera or something. Like I don't, I don't know what he's doing right there. But he was like waving, weird, very weird. And his last play, he gives up a sack. <laughs> Why? Overset. It's the very last play. Um. And again, vertical set. But at this point, start running your feet. He just takes too many steps outside. He's too squared up. Four gives him a little a little crossover. One, two, cross, swipe, inside. Just root. Don't keep getting vertical. Don't you, at, at a certain at a certain point you you gotta just stay inside. Inside out, not squared up. Can't have it. One more time. I'll go through this little list that I have. Sometimes I edit it while I'm saying it to you guys. Because uh, now I just watched forty plays in a row as well. Um, notes, notes section, strengths, massive power in pass pro and pass pro, <laughs> um, quick feet for size in terms of like vertical, all that stuff, like, like first step. Um, I also think like getting to the second level and stuff like that, like he's pretty relatively quick in a straight line. Um, I'm moving that one. I'm not going to say that length, um, grip strength, quick acceleration plays with hands on guard mostly um hands in terms of like stri strike strike timing grip strength already said that once um 
patient and pass and pass blocking. I think as in terms of like him not shooting his hands too early and stuff. Yes. Um, good with some pickup ability to power step and not, and, and not overcommit, but on, on not commit and not commit, um, activize ability to wrench guys if they beat him inside. Again, we know the wrench, um, loses balance way too often, which is in his strength. I don't know why that's not supposed to be there. Um, explodes off ball. Correct. Uses length. Well, while he stays square to line of scrimmage. Yes. Um, doesn't reach for contact and pass for a good job shoving, displacing penetrators, assist other linemen. Yes. Weaknesses, um, plays top heavy leans, lateral movement, balance, some oversets, a lot of weight in hands, not the best anchor as it's a little clunky and you can't really jump into it. He's not the best athlete like that. Um, doesn't create as much movement as he should for size can be a little clunky on second level. Um, want him to climb more square. Okay. Uh, needs to bring feet with him on run blocks. Yes. Uh, can chase run blocks. Yes. Doesn't sustain run blocks for long. Mm-hmm. Lunges too often. Yep. Um, not a mauler at all. Climbs with shallow steps. Would like to see him trap guys um, more than he does. Undercuts punch uh, way too often. More. Um, undercuts punch. Uh, Undercut punch way too often. Yeah, like that. I'm talking about that. Uh, a little soft to me, to be completely honest. Needs to keep feet more active while engaged. Uh, leads to him being off balance. We saw that for sure. Uh, misses some blitz pickup. Can see, can see bend from the waist. Big steps and run game. Punches with two hands too often. Loses balance way too often. Okay. Seems like a good list for what we just watched. Um, that's it for Evan Neal. Um, next time, the next episode will be Carl Loftus that comes out most likely. I didn't do the votes for these though. So actually you could have watched this after Carl Loftus because I put them up for votes and I think you guys only voted on Hamilton and then, uh, then Thibodeau at this point. So you'll have to vote on, um, you know, all the other guys I've been doing. So maybe you've already seen Carl Loftus. I don't know. I will, uh, see you guys next review, next live stream, whenever you're watching us, appreciate you and, uh, talk to you.